he said, Cecilia, it's time. It's time for you to put everything behind you. It's time for you to climb out of the pit. No one's coming to rescue you. Like, <laughs> I'm your rescuer. Mm -hmm. It's time, and I have a promise for you. And the promise is this, the rest of your life will be the best of your life. Hi everyone, I am Pam Keneally with the Single Mom Cast brought to you by Arise Single Moms. And with me is our most wonderful Mel Hyatt. Hello, Mel. Hi, Pam. I'm so glad that we are here today to do Thank this you. amazing uh, podcast today. And we are just so glad that you are here as well. You know what? I want you to know that the guest we have today is somebody very special to me. I tell you what, I have been trying to get this lady into this podcast studio for how many years? Six, whatever. <laughs> and it just has never worked. So today is the day, and I'm so thrilled for you to hear her story uh, of how she has walked through difficult times. This is an inspirational story that you need to hear. So I'm so glad that you're with us today. So with that being mine, I want you to meet my special guest. This is Cecilia Stowe. Hi, Cecilia. Hi, Pam. So I'm just so, I can't believe you're here finally. Six years, Pam. I know, six you're years. You're persistent. I, well, you know what? <laughs> She's worth it. She's worth we, it. We've been trying to coordinate our schedules. We have. And it's such an honor to be here oh, with you. I you. admire mm -hmm. your ministry mm -hmm. and what mm -hmm. you do and how you touch women's lives. And thank so you. I'm truly honored. I know. Well, I know you are. And that's just the humble Cecilia. I know. You know, I want you guys to know that, who, you know, what she does, she, she, will, she will tell you a little bit about, you know, her role and everything. But she is the national vice president of Arbonne. And Arbonne is a health and wellness company. And uh, so you might have seen Cecilia there or known her from that. But she is here to tell you uh, things outside her professional life, things that she has learned that has has made such a difference in her life, and you're going to want to hear this. So, Cecilia, I tell you what, um, why don't you tell us something? What do you think our like our listeners might like to know about you today, or something they may not know about you today? Okay, well, I guess I'll start by getting my accent out of the way <laughs> and okay. letting everybody know I was born and raised in Brazil. Mm -hmm. And I came here to the United States to go to college. And, um, and, and so I'm a single mom. And I was married 27 years, so that's a long time, mm -hmm. and became a single mom. And my kids are 27 and 25. My son is going to get married this year. Congratulations. Thank you. So excited. Yes, that is wonderful. And, that's um, super exciting. I own my own business mm -hmm. and have for 31 years. Mm-hmm. And I love the Lord, and I just want to honor Him with everything that I do and in everything that I do. That is so wonderful. Well, that's that's very honorable. So anyway, you have lots to share, and she uh, loves to speak to women. So this is really going to be great. So I want to do this, Cecilia. I want to start like this. Um, I... In fact, we all do. We all love inspirational stories of overcomers and women who have passed through the fire of life and somehow come through it and out of it with a passion to make a difference. And that is you. I know that is you. And we all know that is you, but it didn't just happen. And so can you tell us a little bit about your story and the difficulties that you have encountered? Sure. Um, I think that... Um, 
after I came here to go to college, I, um, my parents, obviously, they had, I didn't grow up with much. And so while I was going to college here in Oklahoma, I went five years without seeing my family because I couldn't afford a plane ticket to Brazil and they couldn't afford a plane ticket for me to see them. And so it was a very lonely time. And that's when I felt like I was starting to draw closer to the Lord because I sometimes, unfortunately, when we feel like we have no option, then the Lord becomes an option. And that's when I feel like my relationship with him started to grow. And uh, so then after I graduated, not very long after that, I got married and we were broke. So we had nothing. Mm -hmm. And back then, before WhatsApp and FaceTime and Skype and all of Mm -hmm. that, every time I wanted to talk to my mom in Brazil, it was very expensive. So I remember one time getting, and I'm telling this story because this was a defining moment for me, getting a $200 phone bill, and this was like over 32 years ago. Mm -hmm. So that was a a A big phone bill for two broke people. Mm -hmm. And we couldn't afford to pay it. And so I told one friend, and I asked her to pray for me because I had no idea. And so a couple of days later, the secretary at our church called me and said, can you swing by my office because I have something for you? And so I went there after work, and she handed me an envelope. And in that envelope, there was $200 cash. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Mm. I, got to, I went in my car, I opened the envelope, and I saw the money, and there was no note attached. Yes. And I remember having all these emotions. Like my first, ones, my first emotion was embarrassment because I thought, oh, my gosh, my friend told people. <laughs> now the whole church knows maybe they a had like friend, a meeting. A good right? friend does maybe that. Like, <laughs> maybe like the church had a meeting, like save the soul. <laughs> Everybody give a dollar, you know. So I was kind of embarrassed. But, and I remember feeling super grateful. I prayed and the Lord provided. But the most overwhelming feeling that I had was the question, who did this? Who gives money to somebody in need and they don't even care to be acknowledged, thanked? And I remember that day thinking, Lord, if you ever give me extra, I want to be that $200 person. Mm. I want to do that for other people. Show me a way. And so I kind of knew that there was something that I was made for more. Mm. And so I, you know, prayed for God to bring something into my life that would allow would allow me to do that. And I feel like the business that I got in has been something that the Lord has blessed so that I can bless other people and be that $200 person Yes, occasionally, you know, when sure. the Lord leads me to. Sure. Mel, isn't that just like the Lord, though, to, yeah. to shock her with his goodness, knowing uh, this is going to change your life for a reason? And it's this isn't about a monetary blessing, it's much more. Yeah, and I, I often think <laughs> he's up there just laughing at our $200, which I know then was probably $800 so or money, right? Yes. Yes. And the perspective of, I, I often think that after a situation that I think, gosh, why do I act like you're so small, God? Mm-hmm. That you know, he's up there stressing about a $200 phone bill. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's like, let me, and, and that's a great picture of the kingdom. Yes. Right, the kingdom of God came together and said, "For all of us, two hundred dollars, thirty years, whatever. I don't know. Was that the 
was 90s? Oh, 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 it was like hot. about like, 19... Yeah, that, but for for the kingdom to say like two hundred dollars was a lot for you cecilia but for yeah. the kingdom of god it is not. but also something else that the lord taught me at, from that experience is that when we are facing struggles like it's so important that we have someone that we can share our struggle with mm-hmm. because if i had not told my friend she wouldn't have done because obviously she must have told someone at church and then (laughs) somebody came through for me right and so sometimes we try to pretend that everything Mm -hmm. is great and we put on this front that hey everything is fine and we don't tell anyone but God uses people to provide for our needs and so yes that's something else I learned at that time Mel I can just imagine some of our single moms listening going "Mm, Cecilia who is your friend i I need $200, <laughs> you know, so anyway. Yeah, I mean, find you a friend that goes and and activates the kingdom for you to get your phone bill paid. I we, love it. It's yeah. kind of like the four friends that walked, you know, that took the friend who could not walk through to the Jesus. roof to put them in front of Jesus. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. So we all need people who fight for us. Yes, it makes me want to say, single mom, if you're listening today and you have a deep, deep need, take it to the feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And ask and wait because he is willing and ready to meet you where you are today. Mm. Cecilia, I want to tell you a quick question. I didn't have this prepared, but I think, Pam, you might have heard this story before because I, this is a defining moment for me, and it was $200 as well. Um, I was a single mom, and I was a new single mom, and I just moved into my own place and I had like gosh maybe a one-year-old and a seven-year-old and it was just a lot Mm -hmm. and I had an electric bill come in um and I had felt this that I really need to be giving back to the church and I was in this place where I was like do I pay my electric bill do I get groceries or do I be generous and I remember telling the Lord well maybe I can do all three and I had two hundred dollars in my bank and I'm doing this math, and I pay a little bit of my electric bill. I don't know if you've ever done this. Mm-hmm. And I got a little bit of groceries, and I gave a little bit of my money away to the church. It was the first time I had ever given money on my own. And that night, I remember feeling just stupid, like that I should not have done that. And the next day, there was this puppy in my backyard, which I think was the enemy, sending a puppy to my backyard. <laughs> um, and it, well, so it had come the day before and my boys were like, can we keep it? And I said, no, we're going to find its home. And I just put it in the backyard because you can't put it in the house because mm-hmm. then you have to keep it. Okay, good. Um, gotcha. And for, I love dogs, by the way, but this was not a season for a puppy. I look out that morning and that puppy was dragging a purse across my backyard. It had gotten into this little storage building and it had chewed through a box of mine and it had found this old purse. And I was so mad and I was chasing this puppy and I grabbed the purse and I take it inside and I look through it and I will never forget this moment. There were two $100 bills in that purse. And I quickly like went out and thanked the puppy. (laughs) But no, it was just this moment where the Lord was going, man, if I have to send a stupid dog to your backyard to dig through a box to show you that I'm going to take care of you, I'm going to do that. That is amazing. Um, And so when you were saying that $200 in that moment, $200 was everything Mm -hmm. to me. And he's got it. Life changing. Yes. So anyways, 
I didn't start that. All of that I, to say, I want to ask you this question because we've all had that moment and I can hear your passion as we're sharing. What, what would you say to our single moms that are in that moment where they are facing this $200 tragedy or whatever it is, this setback, and they're not really sure how to move forward? Mm-hmm. That's such a great question. I, I think that when I think back about through all my you know, moments of difficulty in different ways, the first thing that I always have to remind myself is that the Lord loves me mm-hmm. and he has promised me that he would never leave me or forsake me mm-hmm. and that he will meet my every need. And so I would just lean into the Lord and just believe that he will come through for me. I would just tell every single mom, like whatever you're facing right now, just lean hard into him and just put his word in your heart and in your mind. And, you know, don't listen to the voices um, that are telling you, you know, this is hopeless or, you know, as long as there is breath in us, we have hope. Yeah. And so... I think that that's probably the biggest thing that I could do is just lean into him and just trust that he would come through. Mm-hmm. You good. know, it uh, reminds me, I think you told me that after you became a single mom again, that you were desperate and needy for him. And if I remember correctly, you started reading. Mm-hmm. And so tell them what just what happened that year with how many books you read. Okay. So, you know, it was a really, really tough season, and it was a very painful divorce that lasted two years, and I was worried about my kids and of everything. Course, but course. also, I um, had built a large business, and I had been speaking to women and, you know, was a Christian leader. And so my divorce basically happened on a big platform. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something I could hide. It was everybody who surrounded me, who had been in business with me, knew me. And so the enemy started pounding my mind Mm. with lies, saying, Cecilia, you've lost your platform. You've lost your influence. You know, you know, that feeling that sometimes when as Christian women, if we go through a divorce, we feel like we have that scarlet letter. Yeah. And like, I have nothing else to say to anyone. No one will you know, follow me, listen to me. And as a Christian leader, and I started just feeling so defeated and I found myself in a pit. And I just knew that I had to replace the lies of the enemy with the truth of God's word. And so I buried myself in, obviously I went to counseling. I found an amazing Christian counselor who recommended incredible books for me. And so I found myself every day, not only reading God's word, but reading books from people who had more wisdom than I did that were that would speak truth to me and help me climb out of the pit. And so that year, um, as I was kind of going through my divorce, I read 52 books wow. in Isn't one year. <laughs> and when I would get in my car, I would either listen to worship music or I would listen to a podcast that would speak truth to me. Mm-hmm. And because I knew that the enemy was so, would so love to take me out. Right. And because I had always promised the Lord that if he gave me success, I would give him the glory. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I had a a platform and that I had influence over women. And I know the devil wanted to take me out. Mm -hmm. 
but just being grounded on God's word and also only listening to truth that build build my faith up uh, is what kind of got me through all of that and out of that pit. I just think that's so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm imagining we have these muscles or and so that was your spiritual muscle and you were just constantly working it out and the awareness and the wiseness to even understand that maybe in that season, quietness and stillness was not what your heart and soul needed to even the music in the car. I think it's just a great takeaway that we can all, okay, yes, if the enemy or myself are saying things that are not true, let me turn something up that's louder than mm-hmm. those things because they won't just stop, or at least for me. My yeah. my mind and I think the enemy has these seasons where it's just a constant chatter. Yeah. Um, so I love that you just turn the volume up on truth. And we as women, we speak we are very good at speaking life over other people, but we speak death over ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I kept going to the verse that says that we are to be transformed. How? By the renewing of our mind. How do we renew our minds? Mm-hmm. We renew our minds by what we feed our minds. Yeah. And so I had to make a conscious decision to, instead of, you know, doing what I felt like doing, which was be under the covers in bed watching Netflix, binging on mindless things because I felt so depressed Mm -hmm. to do the opposite of what I felt like doing because that was what the enemy wanted me to do, but to go, this is my season to grow myself. Absolutely. You know, Mom, some of you are listening today and you feel shame, and that's what you're talking about initially, and I wanted to think about that word because some of you are feeling that. And I'm reminded of a quote that says, shame is the emotion which gives us permission to be human. Hmm. We've all felt shame before. If we've all felt it in one way or another, if you are feeling shame today, embrace it. Shame tells us of our limits, but shame can also tell us that nothing is impossible with God. And so if you're feeling shame, let it be used in such a way that you learn something from it, just like Cecilia has. And so thank you for sharing that, Cecilia, and being vulnerable with our single mothers listening. You know, you once mentioned to me something the Lord very clearly spoke to you during the middle of your divorce, and I've never forgotten that. Can you share what that was? Yeah, it was, I was so, um, you know, even though I was reading and all of that, I was just really discouraged about the future. I was feeling, I still was, you know, struggled with feelings of hopelessness and what will my life look like and uh, not knowing, uh, you know, what the future would look like, the uncertainty of it all, and also really kind of feeling sorry for myself and reliving what had happened, struggling with bitterness and resentment and unforgiveness and Um, And just really feeling like, is this what my life is going to look like? And uh, and so I felt like I was in this dark pit. And I I don't remember, I think, I don't remember if I was reading my Bible, if I was reading a book, but I remember feeling like God was interrupting my time. And he, if I ever heard him, that's how, that's the loudest I've ever heard him. And he said, Cecilia... It's time. It's time for you to put everything behind you. It's time for you to climb out of the pit. No one's coming to rescue you like (laughs) I'm your rescuer. Mm -hmm. It's time 
And I have a promise for you. And the promise is this. The rest of your life will be the best of your life. Hmm. And I started just bawling because I felt, I knew it was from the Lord, that he was promising me that my best days were not behind me. My best days were in front of me. And for all the single moms listening, like your best days are ahead of you. The rest of your life will be the best of your life because as again, as long as there's breath in us, God has a plan for our lives. And as long as we're living, that plan is unfolding in front of our eyes and it may not look like we thought it would look like, but as long as we're open to whatever he brings our way, he will give our lives a new purpose and a new heart and he'll put a new song in our hearts and he will show us a new way. And that I clung to that promise and I made a decision that I was going to give everything to the Lord. I was going to lay it all at the foot of the cross and I was going to work on becoming the best version of myself and that my life would bring glory to him. I love that. You know, moms, you're listening and I want you to see a woman here that has gone from the depths of despair to an explosion of hope. And it's not something she self-generated. It's something that God told her because she was still enough just a second to listen. And so maybe you need to stop and maybe you just need to be still and put it aside and just let him come in and visit with you about where you are and what he has planned for you. And, you know, we're hearing all this that Cecilia has been through, yet Cecilia, what did you tell me before the podcast is your passion? You love to do this thing. What is it? I just love to speaking to women and to, you know, help women see that God created us to do something really significant with our lives. And I just love giving women hope. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you may not be familiar with Cecilia and what she does for a profession, but I will give you a, just a little sneak thing that she, she, her passion is to speak to leaders. Mm-hmm. Her passion is to raise up leaders. Is that correct? Yes. And, and um, by the way, that's God's passion too. But I wanted you to know that is Cecilia's passion. And she, God has given her the platform and opportunity to speak to thousands of women in one sitting through her business. And I say that not because she's anything special, because she's she's just an ordinary person doing extraordinary things, but God wants to do an explosion of good in your life beyond what you could hope or imagine. And he's done it in Cecilia. She's very humble about it. And, um, and by the way, he gets all the glory for it. So, you know, I wanted you to know that's, that is our God. That is our God. You know, Celia, I have a few... By the way, I love quotes. I love to collect them. And I looked up a couple that I thought would be resonate with you and your your passion and your purpose. And so I want to say a couple of them, and I just want you to comment on them. So, uh, and these are true, but I want you to tell me, Cecilia, why you think they're true. The first one is those who are the happiest are those who help others reach their highest potential. Oh, I just love that because, you know, the bottom line is there's actually a book called It's Not About You, right? Because it's really not about us. God put us here so that we can serve other people. 
And just like as moms, we love watching our children rise up to their potential, right? Um, God puts other people in our lives that need us to speak into them. And so there's nothing that's more fulfilling than knowing that somehow you had some kind of, you made some kind of difference in somebody's life. Exactly. That is beautiful. Thank you so much. How about this one? Success is not final and failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Oh, I love that. Um, Well, I mean, and the quote speaks for itself because really it's, to me, what it says is it's all about the journey. It's about loving the journey and loving the process. Uh, Again, another way for me to say that would be success is not a destination. And we are just every single day, what I ask myself is, how can I be the best version of me today in every area of my life? Today, I'm going to do my best in every area of my life. And that way, I don't take success so seriously. And failure doesn't knock me out. Because I know it's just another day, and it's just momentary. Yeah, I get that. Mel, do you see why I wanted to have Cecilia on this podcast? <laughs> yes, okay. and I just love, I just that's so practical to just focus on today, right? Because today is already enough <laughs> without right. worrying about yesterday or tomorrow. Or So that's I'm writing that down. I know. Well, Mel, I, I love that Today one. is... Wednesday? Yes. Just, just worry about Wednesday. Mel, living <laughs> today. I have two more for you, Cecilia. Do not let the memories of your past limit the potential of your future. Oh, wow. Don't we all single moms need to hear that? Yes. Especially when we've gone through, you know, so much pain. And I think that we need to use the memories of our past as just a teacher um, and use and just ask what can I learn from what happened? And I don't believe anything happens to us. They happen for us. And God uses everything that happens in our lives for our purpose, to mold us, to uh, mold us into his image. If we choose to accept the lessons and lean into him. So uh, we have to keep looking to the future, knowing again, like I said before, the rest of your life will be the best of your life. I love that, Cecilia. You know, Mom, she said something that uh, is very that jumped out at me. She said, "The past is your teacher," mm-hmm. and so your past doesn't have to limit you. It does not define you. It simply is part of your story to show you how far you have come. And the Bible says Jesus is your teacher, so it's a win-win. It's a win-win when you press into that. Cecilia, another one I want you to comment on is is this. Just one small positive thought in the morning can change your whole day. Oh, I love that because one of the things that I, every single morning, I have to have my time with the Lord to feed my mind and get it on the right track, but I also practice gratitude every morning. What can I be grateful for? starting with the fact that my two feet hit the ground today, Mm -hmm. that is something to be grateful for. And so I think if we set our minds right in the morning and look for things to be grateful for, first of all, as moms, um, our kids need to see us have joy in spite of our our circumstances. I was a firm believer as I was going through my 
you know, divorce that the one thing I didn't want was for my kids to worry about whether or not I was going to be okay. And I feel like me being okay would be a gift to my kids. Hmm. And so getting up in the morning and setting your mind right, if I, I felt like if I wanted to be a good mom, I needed to do that, not just for me, but for my kids. I do love that as well. I do love that as well. I especially love what you said about um, about saying positive thoughts, about counting your blessings and being grateful. And moms, I know that there's nothing more powerful than saying grateful comments in front of your kids and questioning them about what do you think grateful for today? In fact, <laughs> I was driving down the road the other day, uh, Cecilia and Mel, with my 11-year-old granddaughter, and so we're driving down the road and I'm trying to throw in some tidbit of truth or something. And so I said, well, what are you thankful for today? And she says, well, I don't know. And I said, well, have you thanked God for your taste buds? (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, what? And then I just went on to tell her, you know, Kylie, one year I lost my taste for three years. I don't know what was wrong. And so now I so appreciate when I can taste a strawberry. And she was like, I never thought to thank God about my taste buds. I hope that doesn't happen to me. But I just said that to say, be mindful of speaking truth and gratitude to your kids. And here's the last one, Cecilia. And this, this one makes me want to cry when I think of your story. It is never too late to be what you might have been. Mm. I love that. I mean, again, I think it goes back to believing that every day is a gift from the Lord and an opportunity for us to live up to what he has called us to do. I believe that God has a calling on every one of our lives. Every single mom listening to this, there's a calling on your life. God has called you to do something great with your life. And so many times when we go through struggles, we just decide to just settle for what's happening right now. And one um, thing I've learned is that if we choose to settle, if you choose to settle for less, no one is obligated to stop you. And so we have to make a decision like, Lord, I want to be everything you created me to be. I want to do everything you've called me to do. Show me what else is out there for me. What have you called me to do? Who do you want me to speak life into? How do you want me to use my story to help other people with their story? And what's your plan for my life? And so I just, I love that. Pam, it makes me think of this time I went to breakfast with my grandpa. I love him so much. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I took uh, one of my friends and he said, you know, what have you guys been doing? And she said, well, I'm thinking about going back to school, but I just don't know. And he said, well, why don't you know? And she said, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be 35 when I graduate. And he said, without blinking, well, you're going to be 35 anyways. Oh, that's so good. (laughs) Neither of us said anything. And he just like kept eating his biscuits and gravy. Mm -hmm. And I just like looked at her and I think of those moments all the time when you're like, I mean, I'm going to be this, you know, time is happening anyways. And that is exactly what he was saying. Well, it's never too late. And so she went to school and she was 35 and now she has a second degree. (laughs) Wisdom, right? But it was just, well, you're going to be 35 anyways. And you're like, yeah, that Mm -hmm. is true, Papa. So I love that. I love that. Well, we're going to close Cecilia and I 
first of all, thank you. I just feel like I've been taking all these notes and I know that this has been impactful for our moms, but to close, I want you to maybe think of a single mom, you know, or go back to a time um, when you would have been listening to a podcast like this and you needed some encouragement and to ask you just what's one thing you would love to say to our audience, to say to your friend who's a single mom? Oh, wow. Um, there's so many things. Um, but I know that, you know, we go through so much pain and struggles and it's not easy. It's hard. But God is the God of the valleys. And when we are in a valley, to me, that's when he shows up the biggest. And we just need to look for him. We need to cling to him. And but then he, we need to partner with him. We need to do our part. Mm-hmm. Again, speaking life over yourself, feeding truth into your mind, and then taking care of yourself, taking care of your body, your mind, you know, of course, um, your spirit. And, you know, and then to know that he has such a calling for your life. And I just, you know, my goal is to live my life every day. And I want to encourage every single mom to be thinking like this, for us to live every single day so that one day when we meet our Lord and Savior, we will hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to encourage every single mom to go, just today I'm going to be a good and faithful servant of what the Lord has entrusted me with. And then next day I'll do the same thing. And then in... God will grow you and God will show you the path and he will start revealing more and more of himself to you and more and more of your calling. Um, And I can't wait to see what God will do in all of these women's lives. I do love that so much. What What an inspiration. What an inspiration God has been to us today through you. So I thank him for that anointing to inspire all of us today. You happen to be the vehicle that he used. I'm so grateful that you came in to be with us today, Cecilia. You know, you may want to know more about Cecilia, or I don't know, you may want to know more about the Arbonne opportunity or just any number of things. You can check the description there um, in this podcast and find out about that. But I wanted to close today as I thought about Cecilia and I thought about suffering that she has been through and what it has done, it has done two main things for her that has propelled her into God's purpose for her. And two things that suffering has done for Cecilia is it has helped her to learn the mind of Christ. And how valuable is that? So it, that has helped, it has helped her to do that. And her suffering has allowed got her to be the vehicle that God just wants to use to raise up, raise up leaders, raise up women to become all that they could be and and want to be. And that's been the purpose of so much of Cecilia's uh, life story. You know, I think about a word that describes Cecilia in my heart, and it's fortitude and resilience. And as I looked up the definition in Webster's, it said it's strength of mind that enables a person to encounter danger, bear pain, or adversity with courage, adapt to successful life changes, and bounce back from hardship. But that's not enough. 
the kind of fortitude and resilience that we see in Cecilia is Christ-empowered. It, it comes by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Uh, the Holy Spirit defends God's truth and has enabled her to know God has his best plan for her. So it's beyond, it's just beyond a, a Webster's Dictionary. It goes beyond that. But you know, Mom, that's what God wants for you as well. And it's simply a matter of you bending your heart and saying, God, I need you. I stop right now. I yield to you. I let it all go. I need you. You might be driving down the road right now. You might be listening in your house. Would you repeat with me right now? God, I need you. Say it again with me. Ready, go. God, I need you. It is our heart at Arise Single Moms now to ask the Spirit of God to impart into you encouragement and strength and comfort that you might rise up to be all that He has intended for you to be. So today, this is our plan. This is our prayer for you. And as always, we look forward to having you join us on the Single MomCast.